so much for choosing to tune in to this episode of the Bliss Tonic Podcast. My name is Michelle Anthony and I get to be your host every single week for these episodes where we get to talk about ways that we can be a better human, ways that we can find more love and release the judgments that separate us. Let's dive in. ever gotten a reading from me before? If not, then now's the time. I wanted to make this offering really accessible to people because A, I love doing readings so much and B, because I feel like they really um, are a benefit to people and so I've decided to make them a sliding scale offering for a limited time. You can purchase a reading on my Shopify page and then I will send you a Facebook message with your reading, a picture of the cards that I drew for you. I use a fairy oracle and then I'll send you a voice memo with your reading just because I'm more of a talking intuitive than a writing one and guess what it takes a little less time too so if you would like a intuitive reading you can check that out on my page I use the cards as a foundation and then also kind of leave you with a little bit of um, homework something to work on based on the information that comes through so it also is a little bit of mindfulness yoga coaching you know all things me so if you are interested in an intuitive reading check it out on the Shopify page the link is in the show notes all right back to the show This week I am recording this podcast on the new moon on Tuesday and it happens to also be the total solar eclipse in Cancer. I am not an astrologer but I know that this is a pretty big deal astrologically speaking and can oftentimes be a significant time of change or transformation and I asked to intuitively receive some information that would serve us all at this time and what came up is kind of what I wanted to talk about anyways and it is about cleansing practices. So I did a little bit of a book oracle so I just use a book to essentially practice divination. What do I need to hear right now? Using law of attraction, I kind of wait until I feel as I flip through the pages and wait until I feel like I am energetically connecting to the message that wants to come through. And I opened up High Performance Habits by Brendan Bouchard and I opened up to the essentially a list of uh, talking about the energy of high performers and high performers having mental and physical energy. So I'm just going to read a little bit from that. 
In our high-performance research, we measure energy by asking people to rate themselves on a scale of 1 through 5 on statements such as, I have, pers- I have the mental stamina to be present and focused throughout the day. I have the physical energy I need to achieve my goals every day. In general, I feel, feel cheerful and optimistic. We also reverse score with statements like my mind feels slow and foggy. I am physically exhausted too often. I feel a lot of negative energy and emotions. You'll notice that energy isn't just physical, which is how most people conceive of it. Mental alertness matters too, so does positive emotions. In fact, all three have been correlated with high performance. When I use the word energy in this book, then keep in mind it means the full spectrum of mental, emotional, and physical vibrancy. And this is something that really translates to a yogic practice. We have a mindfulness practice that keeps our mind alert and aware in what is going on in our lives, what's going on in our inner world and how we react to what's going on in our lives. And that having that awareness brings energy into our mental state. So especially the emotional energy, I find very important to acknowledge exactly how you're feeling and know when you're also numbing, to know when you are lying to yourself and trying to cover up those emotions or pretend they're not there. And then the physical, I think, is the easiest to see or understand. And I think there's so much to that, but I have been called to re-bring in this practice that I've been doing uh, every morning and it's simply taking the time to tune in to my body and do a cleansing practice of some kind. And I think the biggest hindrance on this path truly is this idea of perfection. When we work things up in the mind of I want to be a better yogi or I want to lose weight or I want to um, feel better in my body and have more energy. We think it's in terms so often of like all or nothing and that in a lot of ways gets in our way, right? When the dishes get so piled up that we get overwhelmed and we don't do anything, It's the same thing with taking care of ourselves. We have these tools from yoga, from so so many places, gives us tools to deal with our physical, mental, and emotional energy. And so I have been called to just do one thing every morning. And so this morning, for instance, I felt called to get up early. And I still did snooze a little bit because baby woke up before my early alarm and then he fell back asleep. And so I was like, okay, just going to sleep a little bit more and then get up and start cleaning for my client. And I had in my mind that I was going to do a yoga and meditation practice and go for a run and walk the dog and everything. Of course, that's like the all or nothing. Um, And then I just was like, okay. Time-wise, realistically, I'm just going to go 
get coffee and it's raining and I'm just going to drive to go get coffee. (laughs) So no run, no walking the dog, none of those things happen. But I'm driving the car on the way to work or on the way to get coffee and I decided to do a little bit of pranayama practice just in that short little drive of Kapalavati, the skull shining or the breath of fire where you exhale forcefully as the navel draws in, it kind of pushes the breath out. And when you relax the belly, an inhale neutrally is drawn in. So it kind of sounds like this. And that really helps to not only stoke the fire of digestion, but it also brings clarity of mind when you maybe don't have enough time to do a full meditation practice. I find that that practice really brings a sense of uh, presence to my mind. And even if I just take a couple seconds after that to hold my breath in, and then let it out, my mind feels so much more awake and alert and my energy changes quite quickly. And so with yoga, we can change our energy so fast. And I'm in this book, it brings up the high performance habits. It brings up examples like Tony Robbins. If you've ever seen him at a, I guess, event, or he has a Netflix special, I believe it's probably still up. It shows what he does before his sh- before his events, and he's like jumping on a trampoline and getting his energy up so that he has that energy to share with a large group of people. And I have been feeling called to share this with you all of just this practice of priming yourself for whatever situation you're going in. And maybe it's just priming yourself for the day where you are doing the breath of fire. Like today that really served me to have that moment where I'm connecting to breath, kind of getting this cleansing feeling before I'm drinking coffee. And then guess what? I made one better decision. I mean, who's to say really, but I thought, okay, I'm going to get turmeric tea and coffee and I'm going to drink the tea first and then coffee. And that probably happened because I made one choice to activate my breath, get in my body and shift my energy. And then that shift in energy helped me make the next next best choice. And then I made a lot of really great decisions for my energy today where I went for a walk and I went for a bike ride and I had a lot more energy despite getting however many hours of sleep you get when you have a baby who wakes up five times in the night. <laughs> so these cleansing practices can be so short so small and it isn't about having a huge long big practice that you have to get up at whatever time in the morning to do it's about starting somewhere and that energy carries through to the next decision And it opens up a whole new line of possibilities for you that maybe you wouldn't have thought of before. So I think the whole idea of starting somewhere, 
with one thing is paired so well with the concept of do not beat yourself up. You are doing one thing and it's going to lead to a great decision or it's going to lead to what you always do that maybe isn't such a great decision. But just knowing that you did one step in the right direction and let everything else go. When we are in the should, I know I've said this before, but when we're doing something and we feel like we should be doing something else, that creates so much suffering for our mind and actually it drains our energy. It drains our energy when we are mentally in one place, physically in another place, and we also then are accompanied by the emotions of shame and guilt and like I said before that sucks our energy and I also ran into this message I love like I know I've said this a million times but go follow Guru Jagat on Instagram and I was flipping through the messages today on Instagram and that's one that's another thing that came through was are we going to take action from our yoga practice and i really think that it starts with being fully physically mentally and emotionally energetic energized vital When we are filled with that excitement and vitality for life, we're able to give to the world in bigger ways. We're able to stand up and engage with the revolution of love in whatever shape or form calls out to us most, right? And sometimes that is by connecting with a cause or... Um, connecting with people in a different way, opening your eyes to deeper connections that maybe before would have been a trigger that activated your own insecurities. And so instead, you're able to see them as just people and love them no matter what they're doing or how they're acting while standing in your integrity. So that's what this is. This is a freaking revolution of love. And it starts with your own self. Take care of yourself mentally, emotionally, physically. And mind, get your mind right by focusing on one thing for a while, right? So maybe that's not picking up your phone first thing when you have nothing going on. It's such a crazy habit in our society, me included, where we're bored for half a freaking second and we got to pick up the phone and see what's going on. So mentally, what you can do for yourself to energize is to focus your mind on one single task to completion. So finish the task, focus on the task without distraction, And just follow through on that. 
that is one pointed focus that is the 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 passageway that takes us to yoga to unity is one pointed focus emotionally i feel like mindfulness practices that i talk about on this podcast are a huge help to energize yourself emotionally when you're able to call yourself out for being triggered and react differently that gives you mental stamina to know to stop diving into the drama that you create in your head you are so much more emotionally free to just feel what you feel and better understand why you're feeling what you're feeling and then the charge of it doesn't get re-sparked by the story over and over and over you just feel the emotion until it fades away it doesn't get re-sparked by that story i think it was pema chodron in a book uh, i can't remember which one but i think it's on fear it says um, where she says that emotions only last what like 60 to 90 seconds but the stories we associate with them refuel or respark that emotion so we perpetually feel it and that creates more and more resentment and then physically we can create more vitality by exercising and this doesn't have to be a huge thing it can be i'm going to go walk around the block what that's like 10 minutes walk around the block or just be outside that is physically energizing sometimes simply being outside being physically active in any way and i would also say that uh, breathing exercises they do shift your energy in a physical way and so i would love for all of us to practice kapalavati which is that skull shining breath of fire where it's fast forceful exhales as you relax the belly the inhale is neutral so it's not an active forceful inhale as well it's just a passive inhale and forceful exhale and it goes at about this pace Do it along with me if you're not in a public place or if you are that (laughs) you can hide it. Go ahead or if you don't care, then join in. (laughs) We'll breathe in and start your exhales. When you're first learning, you may run out of breath Um, and then you can just begin again. Take an inhale and start over. And then breathe in. All the way full. Hold your breath in. And let it go slowly. You can repeat repeat that practice anytime. You can repeat it um, maybe, you know, 21 rounds is what they say, the texts say. Um, but do what feels right to you. Um, I sometimes like to do more, sometimes less, but I at least do more than one round pretty much always, maybe three rounds with like a deep inhale in between rounds. So that has been a really big help and it's a great place to start. So I'm going to leave this episode there and I encourage you to do another couple rounds with 
your own practice. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, enjoy a nice skull shining or breath of fire. And I want you to notice how it makes you feel. All right, let's stay energized. Let's stay energized throughout this time. Whatever you're feeling, do one thing to energize yourself. You build the momentum. You focus the mind on one task. You bring a mindfulness practice into your daily life and be physical in some way. I don't even need to tell you how many studies there are on physical exercise. We all need it. But just start somewhere and don't be hard on yourself. If you miss a day or if you can't be at the gym for an hour, 45 minutes or half an hour, I honestly like my eight-minute yoga practice. So that's perfect for me is my eight-minute at-home yoga practice. That's all I need sometimes. So, all right. Love you, love you, love you. Let's stay energized and present with ourselves through this time of eclipse season and this new moon eclipse. Love you. If you feel called to, I would appreciate you to rate and review this podcast. Go ahead and just click the five stars in Apple Podcasts. It's so easy and it is a way that you can help me grow this podcast to be more visible. Top 100. Let's do it. (laughs) Thank you so much to my podcast editor, Kyle Piper, KP. You can get a hold of him to edit your own podcast or work on your website and his information is in the show notes. Thank you again for tuning in. Have a wonderful week.